Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast, one of the number one podcasts in the uh, Oak Ridge Yosemite area. Um, this episode is with Keegan Biederman, who's a friend of mine and probably one of the most interesting people um, I know. So anyways, we have a great conversation and we jump around from tech to space to mountain living versus city living and climbing the Yosemite area, things of that nature, and some surprises as well. So that being said, it's a great episode, and while I've been editing, I noticed I said uh, the words crazy, wild, and the phrase, it's crazy to think about, so if you hear those things and you're playing a drinking game, good luck to ya, but other than that, please enjoy the podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Greatest Things Ever. Um, I'm Graham Stamen, and I'm here with Keegan Biederman. Hello. And today we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about a, a lot of different stuff. It's gonna be I think it's gonna be a great conversation. And, I think um, so too. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. So, yeah, it's it's been crazy. Um, what have you what have you been up to today? Well, I literally just busted off my overalls because I was pouring concrete for the posts for the garage that I'm building. Been working on. For the past couple months. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Crazy. That's one of the things that I noticed about being up here. Yeah. Is you can do things when it's the middle of winter that you can't do in other places. <laughs> I know. Especially right now because it's not snowing. I know. It's like 73 degrees. <laughs> That's the... Cr- well, and here's what's wild as well is tomorrow is supposed to snow. 60% chance of snow. Mm. It's supposed to be low yeah. 20s, high 40s by yeah. Monday. And it's just like, yeah, we... Yeah. It, it's 70 degrees. I'm wearing a t-shirt and sweating. Outside. Yeah, right? So, and yeah. it's February one. Yeah. <laughs> February one. Yeah. It's, which is another crazy thing. It's, it's so weird. It kind of feels like we've already gone through an entire year <laughs> in the first month of 2020. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So much has happened. <laughs> it's like, it's springtime already. So yeah. we're ready for summer, but yeah. we're going to get another snowstorm most likely yeah. in the next oh, yeah. few months. Yeah. Which is, yeah, the it's it's crazy because also at the beginning of the year it's it's wild to think about the beginning of the year we were talking about like Iran and like we thought World War Three was about to happen <laughs> yeah and like so much has happened since then it's like I feel like or at least oh uh, it's just a weird thing to think about but yeah I am probably the least tapped into what's going on okay around the world that's kind of good I see like iPhone news, Apple news every once in a while. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. And I just keep going to work, keep mm-hmm. doing my job. And yeah. Yeah. Cool beans. Yeah. Keep moving forward. But then people around the world might be trembling yeah. in the knees. I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's kind of the way to do it though. Because if you get too overwhelmed by everything else that's happening in the world, yeah. especially with like how we have just instant access to all the terrible things and mm-hmm. to be fair also all the great things yeah but like you you'll just be able to be like an emotional roller coaster or so yeah yeah and that's totally you're hitting the nail on the head there and i just don't have time to obsess about like what's yes. going on around the world yes I'm, I'm busy with what's going on in my own life i hardly i don't even have the time to scroll through instagram anymore no. let alone right <laughs> try and find some some net that's capturing all that's going around the world. And half of those sources mm-hmm. nowadays are very p- 
polarized. It's all one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it is. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like either either politically it's like very left or very right. Or yes. it's very like there's, there's not a lot of middle ground. So. Yeah. I think one thing that really opened my eyes up to that, and I heard it in the – like I've heard people say mm-hmm. that, but one thing that opened my eyes to that fact is this – guy ed calderon he used to work for the mexican police for over 10 years Mm. so now he just knows what's going on over the border and on this side he's i believe he's a u.s citizen um or he Mm. at least has his green card um but he was on the joe rogan podcast and he was talking to him about how like the i don't know cnn was like these poor people are being abused by border patrol (laughs) and it's like a picture a very sad picture of these like women and children running away, you know, by getting shot at with like rubber bullets. Mm-hmm. But what you didn't see right before that picture was taken is this this woman and child were throwing rocks to like kill and maim these oh, border patrol yeah. units. And then they're like, all right, rubber bullets, here we go. Not gonna kill you, but just gonna make like we're just scare gonna, you off, just scare you, you off. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like they're crying, snap picture, and then the news twists it, saying how. Like right. how, how like, bad our country is, you know? Yeah. 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 It's totally hundred percent true. It's so wild. But I also, I was working out the other day yeah. at, um, one of the local, one of the two local gyms here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I saw in the news, there was a crazy tunnel that they found like a ginormous tunnel what? going from the border of Mexico oh. into Southern California oh, that they my. use for drug smuggling. And I was like, how does that go unnoticed? <sighs> it's like a mat. It's like one of the longest tunnels, man. Like they probably it, have, uh, some of Elon Musk's guys on that, right. on that tunnel, you know, like, <laughs> the <boring> yeah. Tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like solving the traffic issue. Yeah. From Mexico to California. <laughs> so we, we just wanted to get good at digging holes. So we thought we'd try, uh, <laughs> You know, see if we could just move people from one country to the next. It works. It works good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. We have this button. We can shut it down. No problem. <laughs> we can shut down the whole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, and in this interview with Ed Calderon, I mean, mm-hmm. he was talking about that. Yeah, they're digging. They're just digging underneath. And yeah. it's crazy what's yeah. going on. There's a. Apparently a war going on on the other side Oof. with the cartel and everything. Oh man, we just don't know what's going on. But. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of random stuff going on. But yeah, yeah. I, I, kind of transitioning back to the new year. I yeah. Th- so far this month, I have done keto diet, which I think I I don't know if I talked about this earlier you on did. another podcast. Yeah, you did. But um, I so I did 31 days of consecutive keto. So how did that work out? You know, that's mm-hmm. that's uh, low carb, high protein, high fat. Right. Yeah. So you're like transitioning your body to burn um, fat instead of carbs, okay. and as a result, you're kind of putting your body into ketosis yep. um, versus how you normally operate. Mm. So, um, yeah. So it's n- no sugar, no carb is the main thing, but also no dairy. So oh wow, I, which I also normally don't have dairy anyways. Yeah. But it's at first, it was really tough, and like all I wanted was like some Oreos. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> and, um, and a giant glass of milk. Yeah, exactly. It was a super uh. hard at first, um, and then I I decided the whole month that at the end of the month on the thirty first, yeah, um, and that weekend I was gonna have like a cheat weekend basically, mm-hmm. which is this weekend, and 
I was operating like amazing. Like I felt amazing oh, this man. entire month. And as the month got on, it's just getting better. And yes. Better and it's better. just, yep. It's Second. just building on top of each other. Yeah. And so then this Friday was my cheat day. Yeah. And I went out and bought like 15, 20 bucks worth of food. That was oh, no. just like <laughs> garbage. Right? Yeah. You get to do it. And I'm like waiting. I'm like so excited. I'm like, yeah, when is this going to happen? <laughs> and so in the morning I got, this giant coffee. Haven't had a coffee in a month and a half with like caramel, which oh, is basically just yeah. like burnt sugar. sugar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, yeah. and like vanilla. And then I had one like powdered donut. Oh man. And my body just to put it the least gross way, my body just rejected everything. Oh my goodness. And I was just running to the bathroom and it was, I felt <gasps> disgusting. And oh. I literally returned like most of the food and oh, man. I was so disgusted. I was like, this food doesn't even seem attractive to me anymore. Like, wow. I don't want to eat Oreos. I just want to eat some chicken again. Man, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's crazy how your body adjusts to that. And Seriously. And your body makes the transition into, like, this processed food makes me feel awful and I don't yeah. want it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's wild. So walk me through what your diet was looking like mm-hmm. Yeah, for this month. So probably for the most of the month, I was eating chicken, um, whether it be, like, chicken breast or – uh, chicken soup or something of that nature. Yeah. Um, I, I'd have chili as well. Um, I try and stay away from some chili though, because if it has kidney beans mm-hmm. that has some carbs in it. Okay. Um, and then Turkey, you can have cheese as well. well certain types of cheese. You want to yeah. stay away from high processed cheese. Gotcha. But, um, yeah. So cheese, Turkey, most poultry is fine for the most part. Yep. Um, yeah, and then no bread, which was one of the harder ones for me. Definitely. Because it's like it, you don't realize like how much like carbs and sugar and oh, bread are yeah. in our diet and how Everywhere. much that revol- revolves around our life. And we don't really need – well, we don't need carbs. We don't right. need bread per se. Right. And sugar is just added to everything unnecessarily. Like yeah. you have a banana, that's good. Mm-hmm. But a banana with chocolate fondue. Yeah drizzled all over it, (laughs) you know, or, or frozen strawberries dipped into powdered sugar. You just don't need that stuff. (laughs) That's overkill. You're taking a natural sugar and then you're just, you're just adding to it. Yeah. Um, Hmm. yeah, it's crazy. My mom told me this story that the, uh, number one company in the world for producing, um, antibiotics just bought out, uh, I believe the number one producer of eggs and uh, a certain poultry really? um, because they realized that um, GMOs were making people sick and that they needed to stay on antibiotics. So they bought out those oh to make sure goodness. people were staying on antibiotics for, to help their other Oh my goodness. So they're basically pumping the food with antibiotics. Like the chicken and the uh, so eggs? Yeah. I mean, basically, they're pumping it with all these other chemicals and GMOs and stuff like that in order for people to stay sick. So they have to buy their antibiotics. Oh, I see what you're saying. Wow. Like, it's That's crazy. Yeah. It's it's a very bizarre concept. I'm going to buy some chickens now and yeah. just start. <laughs> start making your own. Yeah. Have 30 chickens. So I'm just rotating between their eggs and then chopping their heads off. Boom. <laughs> chicken, every, chicken every week. Yeah. Real quick, I have to pause the podcast and just correct myself. (laughs) When I uh, was actually on the podcast recording, I mixed it up. What had actually happened is that the 
one of the largest pharmaceutical companies uh, that makes antibiotics actually bought out one of the largest seed and pesticide companies because the seeds and the pesticides go on our crops and the major theory and conspiracy which seems depending on who you are seems more or less likely um anyways the theory is that they bought out that seeds and pesticides company to make people continue being sick so that they buy their antibiotics anyways back to the podcast <laughs> man yeah. well some of the crazier diets that i've done is i tried the no just no carb thing this is when i was mm-hmm. probably not as educated in mm-hmm. diet okay. um and that was really difficult i mm. i just found myself losing a lot of weight I have a high yeah. metabolism as it is. Same. Very active for my job. And then I also appreciate getting in the gym a few times a week. Yeah. So, yeah. So, cutting out the carbs just made me lose a ton of weight. And I probably was not supplementing it correctly. Oh, okay. um, yeah. Another thing I've done, though, at a different point in time is I was like, I'm just going to go vegetarian, you know? Ooh, yeah. Because my boss at the time, you know, he was super fit. He could run 30 miles in a row just for fun. And and he was a vegetarian. So I was like, well, that's got to work out for him. So why not try it? So I tried being vegetarian for a month. Mm -hmm. And once again, I was just losing tons of weight. It was hard for me to fill up. I'm like salad, salad and beans. I can only do so much salad and beans, but that was like almost all that you could Mm -hmm. eat. Yeah. And yeah, those are probably the craziest diets Mm -hmm. I've done. I guess another form of crazy is just throwing in tons and tons of protein, you know. Oh, yeah. First thing, wake up, giant, thick protein shake. Ooh, You know, yeah. after lunch or before a workout, giant, thick protein shake. And then right after the workout, another protein shake and then big dinners and big meals. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing that, I did gain 30 pounds within three months. Really? Yeah. Whoa. And I was eating like three massive plates each meal <laughs> and then i was just pumping myself full of protein like not just a normal protein shake but like mass gainer yeah protein shake and it's amazing it wasn't all muscle but a lot of it was oh, there yeah. there was some fat gain with that but yeah also yeah. i've never really been too overweight so it was yeah. just like it was a little bit of fat but it wasn't that much right yeah for how much just overall weight gain mm-hmm. i had in a pretty quick amount of time. Yeah. And that's, it's crazy to think about um, like 400 years ago, like people didn't really have the issue of oh, man. like being yeah. either addicted to sugar or needing to diet or like yeah. do anything like that. People would just be like, well, this is what we're, eat- we're eating chicken today. Yeah. We're eating bread or we're eating whatever. And- I'm going to go to sleep for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So it, I don't know. It's weird to think about and like, it's a weird perspective to have that yeah. we're just in this time. We're in oh, this excess. period of time mm-hmm. where we have a ton of ac- excess of food. Yeah. And we have a lot of, yeah, just unnecessary food and the things that yeah. we don't think about that people haven't done for the entire history. Seriously. Well, I just think, you know, you walk around our grocery store, Vons, or mm-hmm. your average grocery store around wherever you live. And half of the stuff all around is just crap. You know, yeah. most of it is just crap. Unless you're mm-hmm. going to a Whole Foods and you're, that's a lot of money. That's a whole different game right. there. Yeah. But still, it's, I'm just envisioning, you know, they got whole 
bakery sections. Oh, you yeah. don't need that. You yeah. don't need that. Yeah. There's no purpose. And that's what yeah. I noticed. Like when I was going to get like my cheap food, mm-hmm. I w- was walking through the entire store and I was like, I don't need like 90% of yeah, everything. I could get in anything here. here or vice versa. You go through and you're just getting the stuff for your keto diet. You're like, I got to I can only go to f- a select few aisles. Right. You yeah. Know? And everything else in the store you can't have. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a weird mindset to have. Yeah. Because I'm sure Genghis Khan wasn't like, you know what? I want to see if anyone's got some sugar or some <laughs> cupcakes. Like, no, like none of that existed. And yeah. it's like they didn't have that issue. Whole chip aisles, you know, entire <laughs> aisles dedicated to chips, entire aisles dedicated to soda. Yeah. Entire aisles, you know, dedicated to baking cakes. Yeah. It's, it's a weird, we're in a weird time in history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I guess that's one of the things about living in the mountains as well mm. is cause we have, we have one grocery store, mm-hmm. um, that is like, like a mainstream, like I feel like grocery store that you'd see in like cities. And yeah. And we have a couple other grocery mm-hmm. stores that are more like local, like, yeah. uh, grocery outlet and yeah. more organic food and oh, things yeah. of that nature. Um, I love grocery outlet. Yeah. I go, I do all my shopping there. Really? All the time. Really? I don't go to any other grocery store. Mm. I probably could, but then I just buy stuff unnecessarily. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, but that's like one of the things I realized is, especially being outside of Yosemite. Yeah. I would have thought there's, I mean, there's 5.03 million people that come here every year. And I would have, when I originally moved here, I was, I would have thought that there would have been like a ginormous town around because Yosemite yeah. is so famous. Yeah. But it, Reality, there's just a bunch of smaller towns. Yeah. Like and mountain living. Yeah. I'd say out of all of the access points into Yosemite National Park, it, you, Oakhurst is probably the biggest one. Yeah. Mariposa is significantly smaller. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the east side entrance, Mammoth right. over there. Mammoth's pretty big, but it's not the entrance mm-hmm. um, of Yosemite. You have to still drive a little bit further yeah um east and that's just a small little town right over there and then there's the west entrance over by sonora yeah sonora is very similar to oakhurst yeah in in that it's a mountain town right but it's also like a weird a weird mix of like not many people live here but we have a lot of people rolling through here oh yeah for sure yeah and it, it affects the affects the town Oh yeah. You know, the economy and you know, the businesses that thrive, you know, how many pizza places do we have right, in yeah. town? There's, there's a lot of, I think if <clears throat> how many if, hotels do we have in Oakhurst, you right. know? Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of, especially there's three new hotels being built at yeah. the bottom and it's kind of like the big question of, are they going to be able to make it? Or yeah, like, seriously. And they've been, they've been building those for seven years. Seven. <laughs> seven years that's so crazy especially and that's another thing that's like you just find in like a mountain town because in a city it'd be like that would not be acceptable it would be like oh yeah six months or less exactly exactly like i i grew up well i moved to austin texas when i was eight years old lived there for 13 years and mm -hmm. when they're building stuff there it's yeah it's it's getting started and then it's done right (laughs) yeah like you said within six months a seven-year building project it's that like, would never last, and then in the mountains where it snows and rains, it's got to damage things so along much. the way. Yeah, 
Which I'm sure is part of the reason. They probably started building yeah. it, and then a bunch of other stuff probably got damaged. Oh, and my like, goodness. Well, we have to continue, I guess. Like, yeah. Well, and going back to like just the businesses that thrive in a tourism-driven town, you know, with three to four pizza places in town, like Garrett Marshall. If yeah. you wanted to open up a pizza place, probably couldn't do it in Oakhurst because right. people already have their set pizza places. It's a saturated market. Yeah, very, very much so. Yeah. It's, it's very weird, but I... I think one of the cooler things mm. about living in this area is I, I'll tell the story real quick. Yeah. Um, I was at work and we were working with, I don't think I can say any names or else I might get in trouble, but <laughs> <laughs> um, we were working with these people who were kind of, we were doing like a promo thing. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Um, and these two people who were helping us mm. um, were showing us some of their work and they showed us this video and the gal um, was in the video rock climbing and I was like, Oh, no way. Like you, like you rock climb too. And I could tell she was just trying in the hardest way to like, (laughs) just kind of be like humble about it and stuff. But she was like, Oh yeah, that's actually like, that's kind of like my main thing. Like, Uh. (laughs) like, and I was like, Oh crap. What did I, how naive am I right now? (laughs) And, uh, she's like, yeah, I actually have like a few sponsors and stuff. And I was like, Oh no way. And come to know, I looked up her Instagram and she's got 60,000 Instagram followers. Oh my goodness. She's got all these crazy sponsors. Wow. She's just hanging out near Yosemite. And I'm like, that's like something you'd only see in Yosemite, like yeah. climber, like famous climbers that just rolling through. I guess mm-hmm. it's a weird thing, but well, that's I mean that's kind of like a you know going up to a guy that just summited <laughs> Mount Everest and be like, yeah. I like to hike too. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's like, that's like um, actually I just you know came off of the climb of the tallest mountain in the world. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I'm glad like, you like to oh. hike though. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I brush my teeth in the morning as well. That's another thing we have in common. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, oh, gosh. interesting you bring up climbing is just visiting my folks in Texas. Yeah. Um, they have. Austin has this dope climbing gym called the Austin Bouldering Project, which I just recently found out from um, Travis, the owner of Alpenglow in town. He said that Seattle has a bouldering gym called Seattle Bouldering Project. Okay. Project. Bouldering Project. And, dude, it's... I, I can't. I don't even know how, how big it is, but it's huge. It's a huge warehouse, really? and it's like an octagon shape. And there's just mats around this entire octagon, and you can climb around the whole thing. What? But not only can you climb around the whole thing, the like there's a surrounding layer around it that's also that you can climb on. What? The whole all the walls go up about thirty feet, <laughs> and the inner walls you can climb up on top of. And then some of them you can climb in on the inside of it. They have this one section of wall that's completely overhang, and then you can just climb and scale up that. Oh and my. they're playing like groovy music from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and then like some ambient, like nice. techno stuff to just keep you pumped. Oh and they my. have a like a sauna down there. They have a a kettlebell class in one of their other like separate rooms right and so i was going to this place like this place is so sick you know it's a gym but it's a bouldering gym and then 
above, like on the second la- uh, second level, they had this wraparound upper deck with little desks and picnic tables and stuff. It's all inside, okay. but you could use their Wi-Fi if you're a member there or if you pay for the day. And so you could climb, then you could go up there, and then you could do your work. You know, then you could go back, climb again. You know, just kind of get your brain turning as it's you're like being a active. You know, dream. yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, what better place to build a place like that than the mecca of of climbing exactly. in the world? And I was talking to Travis about this because he's a climber. I am not a climber. Yeah. I've gone to a bouldering gym a couple times, yeah. and I tried to boulder myself in Joshua Tree once. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> but that being said, I think that it's a really good business oh. venture idea. Um, if it could be fine-tuned, you'd have to get the people that know climbing. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. you'd have to get the right warehouse. You'd have to get mm-hmm. handholds and everything. Yeah. But – That'd be a really lucrative, yeah. Like it would be a lucrative business and business strategy mm-hmm. around here, but also it's just it just fits and it makes sense, yeah. In the area, like with how many climbers are coming around mm-hmm. here, and if you go into Yosemite ever and you're just hanging around like yeah. the valley floor, yeah. Like I, <clears throat> I've heard like all the time, like people are just like climbers are walking around, like yep. oh that's like a five thirteen B yeah. and like or like whatever and. You're like, okay, so there's tons of people around here who are yeah. just chilling out in between climbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you could totally, I don't know if you can build something, if like the National Park Service would let you build a business Ooh. in Yosemite Inside. or Inside. Ooh, that would be or really interesting to, to talk to see. the right people about that. Yeah. Or like fish camp. I don't know. Fish oh, camp yeah. is closer to Yosemite. True. Yeah. Um, right outside. Then. Yeah. And I was talking to Travis once again, mm-hmm. he's a climber, and he was saying that he loves climbing outside. That's like what you train for. Right. But training outside really is impossible. You can't just train and stay strong outside. He's like, anytime I go on like a climbing trip for a week to two weeks, right? He's like, I start to lose some of my strength because I'm not going to the gym, mm-hmm. you know. So he has a wall and everything that he trains on at his house. Gotcha. So I'm sure a lot of Top tier people have their own wall. Oh, yeah. But if there's a dope gym that you could go to to have fun, you yeah. know, and it's got everything you could ever want mm-hmm. and a nice atmosphere. That's that's the key. I mean, that's... And then you get everybody that just rolls through to go to climb or mm-hmm. people that live in the area um, or the surrounding areas too, like Fresno, yeah, Madeira. Well, I, I think like all these professional climbers uh, don't usually have i think maybe like tommy caldwell once bought like a house in yosemite with his like ex-wife or something oh, but wow. he um but i think he lives in colorado his main like okay. setup is in colorado now yeah. and same thing with um like alex honald i think he yeah. lives in he climbs and lives in vegas now hmm, yeah but they come here constantly yeah they actually have a guy my coworker, one of my coworkers at work yeah is like friends with all these like super famous climbers. <laughs> wow. Because he has, well, I don't know if it's because, or yeah. he probably just met that. It's this guy's one of the most interesting guys ever <laughs> for sure. This guy is amazing, but he has a home that he like rents out or Airbnbs out. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. And all these climbers just, just roll through there, roll through and come to his place. And like, Man. like there was one time when like Alex Honnold and, um, Tommy Caldwell just made like some crazy ridiculous ascent on El Cap. Oh my goodness. And um, we were talking to this guy at work about it and he's like, oh yeah, they, 
actually gave me a call right before they did that because they were talking to me about something about that. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, what? Like, oh, yeah, I knew about that about like two weeks ago. No biggie. <laughs> yeah, but he's the, that's the amazing thing about him is he's like a super humble guy about it. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't actively talk about it at all. And yeah. So it's like super natural and like humble, but. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Climbing gyms. Could be fun. Could Oker support it? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. It's that's one of those things because also we had a bowling alley here that yeah down, so exactly like, yeah like, uh, pretty much the only source of entertainment that seems to be holding up is the movie theater movie theater yeah and the whole town had to come together on that one yeah I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll can see. we do this uh, I don't know it's got to have a few things very iffy but yeah so you're one of the things I'm interested yeah. in right now is you're. Are you building a garage? Yeah. 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 So that's, um, if we're talking about projects, uh, personal projects, that's been um, one of mine. So mm-hmm. I got married back in September 14th. Hey, what up? Very nice. You were there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great day. And pretty much ever since you got married and moved into this little cabin, I've been thinking about building a garage nice. right outside of it because I have a couple couple motorcycles between me and my wife. Mm-hmm. I have a surfboard, a few other tools, love to do projects, and I need I need a hub. I need a base. I need a dojo nice. in which I can do that. Yes. But I need to build that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. I've actually been talking to your dad, Cam Stamen. Hey, what up? Shout out. Campbell. <laughs> Campbell. <laughs> And been getting a lot, gleaning a lot of wisdom from him and pretty much just consult him once a week. I'm like, hey, this is my progress. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I've done. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do next. He'd be like, all right, yep, tweak it. Yep. Uh, you can actually fix that if you do a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And I've been planning it out in my notes step by step. And Ooh. I'm just wrapped up phase one today. And so just getting my corner square with some string took me about 12 hours. Whoa. Messing with the Pythagorean theorem and getting the right angles, right. Making sure if you go cross-eyed on it, that the measure, everything measured out equal. Yeah. Took a long time to get the stakes settled just right. And everything measured. Cause sometimes you get one side, you know, one side needed to be 18 and then 12. The other side was 18 and then 12. But then you'd measure it sideways what? and it wasn't lining up. So you'd be like, oh. so you had to change it. And then every time you change it, it messed something else up. So then you had to make sure it was 18 and All 12 the again. All connected. Yeah. yeah. And, and for, for everyone listening, Keegan has got this awesome notepad that has some like Elon Musk blueprints. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some like crazy blueprints that, but anyways, this yeah. is my brain on paper right here. I, I put everything inside of this. Yeah. Well, every, yeah, that's one of the, this has been mine for the past, all of my business ideas. That's and good. Everyone needs a notebook. I think everybody does mine on the front. The subject is called thoughts, ideas, and tasks. That's, Ooh. that's the title. That's good. This is the garage. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. I think, and it's, I know a lot of people, everyone is going extremely digital with mm-hmm. things. And I think that's great. And there's a lot of yeah. great tools, but sometimes yeah. there's some things where you're like, 
it might just be easier just to jot this down on a, totally. like a notepad. So. Totally. Yeah. I, I've always loved, you know, a pen and paper. It's just, mm-hmm. it's swift. You can mm-hmm. put it straight on. When you have yeah. a computer, it's, you can just type, you know? Yeah. You can't just start drawing easily, right, yeah. you know? <laughs> right. For me, I can, I can put my thoughts down on paper, whether it's an image or, you right. know, a word on yeah. there. And I also don't have a computer, so that, you there know, you yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do everything on my cell phone. Yeah. But yeah. I know people that do take notes just like I do on my notebook on their phone, and it works. Oh, yeah. It's it very similar for them. It works great. And I think, I mean, that's one thing you, a lot of, most people do in tech companies. Is yeah. When I, especially when I was working in D.C., uh, I used to take notes mm-hmm. for morning meetings, and you'd just take them on your laptop, and you'd email them out to everyone in the morning, and usually if like i feel like in most tech companies it's like if you have a piece of paper on your desk they're like uh, uh sir what is that <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> but oh my goodness but <laughs> didn't know we're back in the 1800s right now <laughs> hey paul revere is here no. don't worry i have a space pen <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly it's great um yeah it's it's crazy to think about how much technology has come yeah it's oh yeah we're in we're in this weird oh boy time period where there there's an application for everything and especially yeah. i'm a big adobe fan um so i'm into design and things yeah. of that nature so i i have like a program for i'm recording this right now on an uh, adobe audio program and then sick i have a video program and an, like a design program that's strictly for things that are line and document based and then yeah. things that are creative and artistically based and there's all of these programs that are helping Seriously. creativity and technology advance. And it just makes me think if we're as far as we've come in yeah. the last hundred years, oh, if we had a long five, way, if we had five or 10,000 more years of this development, like whether or not it would happen, like whether yeah. or not we all, it's yeah. just the end of the world or like this disregarding. Yeah. 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 Just like if we, for another five to 10,000 years, advanced like we have in the past hundred years it would be it'd be insane <laughs> it'd be ridiculous it'd be like jumping out of hover cars so like... i recently heard that you know just like you said all these applications and programs and um softwares that you can download onto your computer that can help you develop mm-hmm. you know whatever you need for a project mm-hmm. you can also like technology is being advanced and made to enhance you and that's where it starts getting crazy you know like your phone is essentially a cyborg extension extension of of you you. yeah and apple i heard wants to release in the next 10 years glasses and we all know that google Mm. tried that and then just kind of flopped didn't really work people didn't like it so but Apple wants to do it in the next 10 years. I think that's something that we can expect heavily out of yeah. like large tech companies. Yeah. It's going to be Mark Zuckerberg also said um, in his like end of end of 2019, mm-hmm. like note or email address, whatever, um, that they're going to be coming out with a new platform that's going to revolutionize tech- like the next communication really? platform. 
and so it's always been huh. like the phone, and then we've kind of transitioned into we like have typewriters the and computers. <laughs> <laughs> the, chip. the chip, you implant it, and you are brain. connected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy because, and um, I think one of the things that I think they're going to end up going for is going to be a. They, they already own Oculus Rift. So they're already oh. heavily invested into virtual reality. Yeah. But I think AR is going to be Ooh. extremely, like, I think, I know Google already had their one attempt at it, but I think that was partially because it was extremely bulky. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they have a pair of glasses or some kind of yeah other contact device, lens, contact lens. I've yeah. heard that they're trying to implant all of that in a little contact lens that you just... Pop, pop in right your into eye. your eye. And next thing you know, you read reading everybody's biometric <laughs> like levels of <laughs> it's like, oh, you weigh an extra three pounds today, I'm seeing right now. <laughs> I see your cortisol levels are up. <laughs> You're anxious about Yeah, yeah. Are you nervous? You're sweating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but it's crazy. And Ashton Kutcher uh is a heavy investor in tech okay. guru. Um, hmm. which is something I don't think a lot of people know about. No, him. I did not know that. But he yeah, he runs i think one of his first ventures was a company named thorn hmm. which was actually a great tech company that helped identify areas where people were being like human trafficked oh wow um and like helped stop that and he actually he was everything he was behind the development of that and then he also went on like fbi raids Jeez. with the fbi to like stop human trafficking and stuff and that i that is um one thing that he's done, but he also mentioned one time on a talk show yeah. that he has an app on his phone that you can lift up and take like a picture or scan someone's face, and it'll basically tell you everything about that person that That's is crazy. on the internet or about. Oh my like, goodness! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, to think about that, like, it's it's weird. <sighs> yeah. It's weird. Well, I also have this thought too. You know, if we get to the point where technology. You know, we can just start putting it in our eyes and then, you know, our cell phone is right in there, right mm-hmm. in our vision. Yeah. That's that's not quite as invasive as putting the chip into your brain. I, I don't think yeah. anybody likes that thought. You know, there might be some yeah. weirdos, but those people are are probably not sane. <laughs> um, Maybe, yeah. That's, that's an interesting... Yeah. Yeah. But I think most people... Would be like, all right, yeah, put a little contact lens on my eye. That's I'm not like injecting myself with something that I can't take out. And then, I mean, we're already getting tracked with our cell phones. But if you really wanted to, you could smash it and you could throw it away. You could take a contact lens out and rip it in half. Right. Um, you can't take something out of your brain yeah. necessarily if you want. Well, but what if what if we start getting to the point where we start integrating technology not only into ourselves, mm-hmm. but I had just this thought mm-hmm. that what if we start integrating it somehow into the earth like like all the you know the 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 soil isn't producing the plants well anymore like what if we just start like feeding it with these little Dude. these little cell size bits of micro tech- nano yeah, yeah micro yeah. nanotechnology <laughs> that can just like enhance it but then it's like then we start molding the earth with technology and you just like have this little pad that you start pressing buttons on it's like and yeah. just like changing like it's changing the atmosphere yeah it's changing, changing the, the atmosphere it's changing the soil it's like i want it to be sunny today tomorrow it's gonna rain yeah and we're gonna and i want a hole <laughs> it just like <laughs> it sucks up you know it's like transformers yeah <laughs> the it's earth like, is just <laughs> yeah i mean 
that's a pretty far out thought, but yeah, I, I mean, we may see something like that. Honestly, maybe five to 10,000 years of technological yeah. advancement. Who knows? Seriously. It's, it's nutty. Like if you, if you went back to Alexander the Great mm. and it was like, Hey, I know right now you're using bow and arrows, <laughs> but in like a couple hundred or Couple see, thousand. Couple thou- yeah, like maybe 2,400, 200, whatever. Yeah. Um, years. Basically, there's going to be metal flying boxes that are going to drop little missiles. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's how warfare is going to be done. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what? He's going to be like, what? And, like, how we think about it now is going to be way different mm. than how we think about it later because we would also not think about, like, hey, People are gonna put their sons, their like ten-year-old sons and daughters, in a stranger's car, but we have Uber and Lyft. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's complete. I feel like we'll think about it in a completely different manner. Yeah. Like, a thousand years from now. Yeah, it's constantly changing the world around us, and then we're constantly having to adapt the way that we perceive it and think about it. You know. Because yeah, push start cars too. Yeah. These are becoming so normalized that there's a lot of people especially like where i work i've heard a number of people make comments about like oh wait a minute i actually need my keys to be in the ignition (laughs) because they're just so used to like push start cars (laughs) and you're like what it's like it's like the the pen and paper thing it's like oh you still have a key for your car exactly i embedded my key into my skin so i don't even know yeah three years ago (laughs) yeah yeah it's going to it's going to be interesting to think about and I think one thing that I think is developing right now that is extremely underrated hmm. in the world of tech and developing things is rocket technology mm. and I am a big fan of Elon Musk but yeah right now uh uh SpaceX is like just made like groundbreaking improvements in hmm. their like rocket technology and like no one's talking about it but really they, i don't yeah, even know it's what's up i don't even know about yeah. what's going on with it's, it it's crazy they well they were just doing astronaut testing and they have a completely different um section of the rocket that breaks off in case of emergency and okay. ent- entry or exiting and ent- sorry an entry entry into the atmosphere or exiting the atmosphere. Gotcha. If something goes haywire. Yeah, like they have a completely different system and capsule that okay. takes them off, which is like kind of something they did a little bit in like the Apollo missions to like the yeah. moon. But also, like it's a completely different system that is like it's a whole separate rocket ship, not just like a cap- yeah. capsule. Yeah. So. So you're not just floating in space anymore. Exactly. It's like it's like eject and now let's keep going. Yeah. Exactly. Or turn around, go back. Yeah. And. It's crazy to think about that, like, in 50 to 100 years, that technology that was just developed just now is going to be, like, something that we're all using, or, like, our kids are yeah. using, like, going to space. Yeah. <laughs> or It's like, yep, catch your catch your space shuttle to school today, yeah. you know. <laughs> we'll see you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Um, yeah. Well, what's bonkers is a couple months ago, my wife and I, we were walking to grab some dinner and I look up in the sky and I see this string of light moving in a straight line from like, and this is like Star Wars, what? right? Like the beginning of like a Star Wars movie right after it's like, and it tells you the whole synopsis oh, yeah. of what's going to happen. 
just these stars or these lights are just moving slowly across. I was like, what is that? What yeah. is going on? Yeah. What is in the sky? <laughs> yeah. And I'm freaking out and I run, you know, I find a friend. I'm like, what? Like, what is that? He sees the tail end of it as it's going like over the curvature of the earth. And we're like, whoa, what did we just witness? We looked it up. That was Starlink. That was the first test of no. Starlink. Yes. And we saw it. And I was just like, what? if I start seeing, like, I know that's going to be, that's what he wants to be Wi-Fi to the world. Right. You know? Yeah. And if you just start seeing, like, stuff like that floating in the sky every single night, like, that is just, it's going to be. That's science fiction world, <laughs> you know. <laughs> coming to life. Yeah, yeah. Coming to life. And it's just like, that's crazy. Like, what's happening i lost my mind when i saw it though because i did not know what it was oh, but i was like i'm seeing who this <laughs> i was like i'm seeing this i don't know what it is <laughs> i'll never forget it yeah it's that's that's insane but i do you think <clears throat> what like it makes me think mm-hmm. right if we're this technologically advanced and i know it's like philosophers have this big questions of like where be the aliens oh yeah but I wonder what else is out there. Just like either planetary or is there life out there? Or hmm. it's because the size of the universe is so ginormous. Yeah. That I don't even think it's like comprehensible probably. Like, well, I've heard it put this way. If you take one single tiny grain of sand, just like a speck, not even like okay. a pinch of sand, like a speck of sand. Like one grain. One grain and you put it in the middle of your hand that would be the milky way our our galaxy in the entire universe oh like oh like it has enough atoms to be the equivalent of yeah that would be like yeah. the size oh of okay, our, okay gotcha sorry that yeah. would be the size of our galaxy and our entire your ha- your entire hand is the universe right the entire breadth of your hand and that speck grain of sand in the middle of your hand is just our galaxy that's Jeez. how I've heard it put. That's so. So, ridiculous. and I mean, oh my god. And then how big is the sun compared to yeah. Earth? You know, it's huge. <clears throat> right. I think I think the sun is a few thousand times the size of Earth. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's still within our <laughs> galaxy. So, yeah. and if our galaxy is that small compared to the rest of the universe, then yeah. It's huge. It's huge. And I one um concept that i've heard of infinity is so at the begin at the middle of every galaxy yeah you know that there's like a black hole basically Mm -hmm. so and the concept is is that we have our galaxy that we're in right now and all the other galaxies around us yeah and then if you go into like and no one's seen past a black hole obviously yeah because you would die. <laughs> but, um, That's crazy. But, but if you go, the concept is, is if you go basically through the black hole, quote yeah. unquote, then you basically be opened up into a whole new galaxy that has all, uh, like a whole new universe and you're, already, you're within a galaxy within a whole new universe and then it just keeps on going and it just keeps on going and keeps on going. Wow. And so it's like a like, portal. Huh. Yeah. Like basically. So it's like, that's pretty nutty to think about. Yeah. Probably not true. Well, maybe it's true. Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? Who really knows? There's tons of people that are speculating on that, though. You know? Yeah. Lots of... All over the world, there are giant telescopes just looking at the sky. And it's so many people's jobs mm-hmm. to just watch. And yeah. 
that's why part of me is very skeptical on life um, on other planet. Yeah. As and when I say life, I mean like an alien with with like a ray gun. Yeah. You know. Yeah, right. I don't right. believe that those like sort of extraterrestrial beings would exist. Like you might find like a little like plant or something yeah, that's on a right. moon. There might be like vegetation, yeah, like, like some, plants and life like that, but yeah. there's probably not life that's like actual yeah. beings. The only reason I think that is because of how many people now are just looking at the sky and studying it and documenting it. Mm-hmm. There would – like someone yeah. would see something. Oh, someone sure. would yeah, have seen that. And there's a lot of – like there's a lot of controversial people out there who is like, well, the government's hiding it from yeah. us and there's – and it's like, well, I think the, someone else probably would have exactly some, like, the, Elon, yeah, Elon the, Musk tweeted like, I would probably know if there's aliens out there at this point, or like, <laughs> I probably would know if there were and they came to Earth. Like, I would probably know. And <laughs> I haven't, and I don't. I think there is. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly, and but still, I mean, there's still a lot to learn, and there's a lot that we don't know about. Yeah. Even our galaxy around us, and. Yeah, it's pretty it's, interesting. It's I think uh, eighty. I want to say eighty four. Don't quote me on this. Yeah, but I think it uh, was like eighty four percent of the observable universe. Yeah, right now is like dark matter, Whoa. like which is like stuff that like we have no idea. Like we can't observe. Oh sorry, my goodness, stuff that we can't observe. So we can only observe fourteen or fifteen, sixteen percent of it of the universe Jeez. right now. And you're like, okay, well, <laughs> well, what's going on? Yeah. Oh my goodness. But it's a weird thing. It's a wow. Yeah. Do you, um. Yeah, it's weird to find your place in like. Yeah. You know, well, you, think about it, you know like, what's wow. cool is NASA said that they want to send people to the moon in the next four years, hmm. and in the next eight years they want to have a base on the moon. So that's, I think that's completely unrelated with what, you know, Tesla and Elon Musk is doing. Yeah, I think with SpaceX, mm-hmm. I think that I think it's kind of a separate entity. NASA just was like probably sees Elon Musk doing all these crazy things. Like, all right, we need to get we, we need, need to get, get us together, guys. Yeah, we need to do something. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go to the moon again, you know. But yeah. this time we're gonna we're gonna set up a base. I think that's pretty cool, you know. If oh, you like, for sure. Put your binoculars on. You look at the moon, like, and that speck is where we're at. You know, yeah. that's pretty sick. That yeah, that is pretty cool, and that shows the advancement of where we're at. Yeah. So who? I mean, who knows what will be? Where, where we'll yeah. Be. I think I think we'll probably end up going to as long as something absolutely bonkers doesn't happen to yeah. SpaceX. I think we'll probably end up going to Mars. Yeah, and that's pretty wild too. Yeah. I I might I would love to go to the moon. And come back to Earth, I would probably not yeah, want to go to Mars. Yeah. I think because it's like a nine-month trip to Mars, yeah. maybe? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be... You don't just boogie right over, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The moon's a little bit different. Yeah. It's like a couple days or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that, that'd be... That'd be nutty. That'd be... To th- it's nutty to think about. Yeah. But, yeah. It's an interesting... It's an interesting thing. It's humbling to think about, like, oh, okay. So now I'm just, like, one guy... In like a town in like the middle of nowhere on or well not in the middle of nowhere but like yeah. on Earth like yeah mm-hmm. and then you have to find your place in that yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so much is going on around us too yeah it's a lot 
So with your with your goals and everything that you've made for 2020, how have those been coming along thus far? Oh, one month okay. in, yes. it's February 1 now. We've been one month into the new decade. I've read s- almost seven books in January. Jeez. So I read like six and a half. I still have like half the book to go. Um, <clears throat> but I read a lot um, in January. So I'm already past like what i regularly most ceos read about a book a week Mm -hmm. on average they read about 52 books a year yeah um and so i'm already like past that and i don't have a goal of like i want to read this many books a year yeah i generally just want like kind of the pursuit of knowledge a little bit yeah and to be a little bit wiser and know a little bit more totally Um, i think reading is huge with that yeah and also i think it also increases your just your personal economics and finances Mm. and your knowledge and what you're capable of. So yeah. Anyways, um, I've read quite a bit and I, I've been ultra productive, which Mm. feels weird on this cheat weekend Yeah. because I've kind of just been, been letting myself just like eat whatever and kind of just like chill out a little bit. And like, it feels really weird (laughs) because I've been going nonstop. And so I'll actually book out on my calendar everything that i'm doing from like hour to hour yeah and so i have like sleep booked out on my calendar and then like <laughs> i wake good. up and then i get ready for a half hour and then i read for a half hour i'm at work i nice. like, read over lunch and then i come home and then every other day i work out and then i read for a half hour and then i have whatever i'm doing that night until 10 30 um <clears throat> and then 10 30 i read for a half hour and then i fall asleep at 11 right and, on like everything from there and then within the hours between 10 30 and 5 30 depending on if i'm working out yeah is all like boom 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 like the, tonight i'm working on for an hour and a half shoot theory design and then i'm for like an extra hour i'm like editing podcasts and then i'm doing this and then i'm dang it's been like ultra productive like seriously it feels amazing i feel like yeah. invincible <laughs> well and i think that it could overwhelm certain people and be like dude you're doing so much mm-hmm. like you need to take it easy but yeah. i think when you plan it all out like that yeah and you just have it within your schedule and it's like well i just allotted this much time you know yeah rather than it being this abstract amount this like this unknown amount of time that you like that almost seems daunting right you know you're like tonight i'm gonna just work on yeah. this thing or I'd like, I'm just going to work on this thing until like whenever mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot better if you set a schedule for yourself and cause then you don't really like you start, you just stick to your schedule and yeah. like, that's one thing that, you know, the timer starts beeping. You're like, Oh, well, let me get on the next thing now. Right. Yeah. And you know, just, I've been doing this for 30 minutes or two hours, like time to do the next thing. And yeah. you'll just see how much you did in that time. Whether or not you accomplished exactly what you wanted to in that amount of time or not. And then you adjust for next time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, but I did it for this amount of time. You, you learned and you chipped mm-hmm. away at whatever your goal was. Yeah. Or whatever you're working towards. Yeah. And I th- it's a really interesting concept of kind of shifting, which is I kind of feel like this kind of sums up my entire month is mm. this concept of like a of being a phoenix (laughs) but like also like you're kind of shedding away all these unnecessary things that you do whether for me it's diet or whether it's wasted time or whatever Mm. i'm just shedding away and when you start to do that then you start to realize that you don't really know what you could be you can do a lot more than you thought was possible yeah and you're not 
being a tyrant to yourself, forcing yourself to do things all the time. You're just yeah. saying, hey, I allotted this. This is what I'm going to do, and I'm sticking to it. And mm-hmm. it's whether I really want to do it or I really don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it because it's there. I already told myself I was going to do it. And then you yep. just do it. And once you do that, it starts to build discipline, and it builds character, and it starts to definitely change you. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Well, then I have a question. What do you do for fun? I don't really, to be honest, <laughs> well, all work, no play makes a dull boy Graham. No, no um, I, I don't really do anything for fun. That's why I was saying it's weird this weekend because I, I mean, I went to a movie last night and I yeah. actually went to a movie once in January, I think I went, I went to 1917 or I might've gone to that twice. Um, but for the most part, I, I haven't done anything for fun. And I yeah. think part of that is because I actually enjoy kind mm-hmm. of working a lot. And I totally. enjoy reading. So it kind of is fun in a way. Yeah. But it also yeah. is kind of working and productive also. Exactly. Um, and I also, like today, I'll edit this podcast. And then I'll probably go home. And I'm thinking I might watch another movie. Like I might watch Steve Jobs. Okay. Um, and then... I don't know. I haven't played Xbox in a while. I feel really lazy and unproductive when I play it, but I might try it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. But I don't do a lot for fun, to be honest. So right on. Well, yeah. what do you do? Um, for fun? Yeah. Oh man, I do a lot of things for fun. <laughs> I like to. Uh, well, I like to surf, um, but I'm not a surfer. I just, I just like to do it. I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, I love riding dirt bikes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have a I have a I have a Husqvarna 501 2015. Mm. It's uh Ooh. yeah, 500 cc's of awesome rip <laughs> Um yeah, so I love doing that. You know, up here in the woods is is really sweet. It's a great way to explore. Mm-hmm. But my favorite place to ride is in the Mojave Desert. Ooh. Yeah, wide open desert, uh, beautiful sand. Oh man. So it's it's great nothing do you get super hot well sorry my geography is like no it's pretty it's it it can be we usually go in nevada um it's actually just southern california okay cool um and it is in the winter and in the spring late fall it's manageable in the middle of summer it's 120 degrees there you know (laughs) in the in the winter it's either 30 degrees or 60 degrees you know Mm, somewhere in between um mornings it's cold but then middle of the day it's it's gorgeous typically unless it's snowing and it has snowed there while we're there but yeah (laughs) just open expanse of land that you can just ride over you know whatever you want yeah it's it's awesome i mean there's defined trails that you ride and and everything you're not just going across like a little jackrabbit's home and (laughs) pissing all the uh all the environmentalists off yeah right (laughs) but But. yeah that's one thing i love love to do Hmm. and you know my wife she she rides dirt bikes as well that's awesome you guys are like the most ba couple (laughs) the most awesome couple. like it's just like that's like it's something that i don't know i feel like it's it's great to have something with your spouse or your 
girlfriend or boyfriend, yeah. whoever you're with, yeah. that like you both really love and enjoy to do. And yeah. It's just something you're in, like, you just love to do with a person that you love. Yeah. And we just, we love adventure. We just, and that's what we like to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And it looks like a lot of different things, you know, whether it's going to the coast, camping yeah. on the beach, catching the surf, you know, do a little bit of hiking here or there, or going down, loading our bikes up and yeah. r- camping in the middle of the desert Badass. and yeah. riding, uh, just ripping the dirt bikes. Um, well, I'll probably share this with you and yeah. it's, it's going to become public knowledge here soon, but mm-hmm. we just found out that we're going to be parents. What? Yeah. What? Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it. So, Let's go, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. So, thank you. Yeah. By the time this podcast comes out, pretty much everybody might know, or they might find out through this podcast. So dude, that yeah. is awesome. Man. Do you yeah. know what you're going to have? We don't yet. No, no. Um, my wife, Rebecca, she is almost 12 weeks pregnant. So, oh, that's awesome. yeah. So we don't know the gender yet. Um, I'm, I'm hoping for a boy, but with the girl, I'm like, I'd be totally stoked. You know, a healthy baby. That's what we want. That's, that's the prayer. Um, but yeah, it's, it's changing my mindset on like everything now. Cause I'm like, I gotta, I got like, it takes hustle to a whole new meaning. Like mm-hmm. I can't just hustle for myself and I can't just like relax for myself. I have to do everything. I have to like, another human I have to being. do twice as much now. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to do everything for myself and then some for someone else while also taking care of my wife, you know, my house, like yeah. my whole family, you know, everything. Yeah. And it's like, and I want to, I want to play as well. Right. But I also want to like build my garage, you know, mm-hmm. next after the garage, I'm going to build, my plan is to build like a super dope gym up here. Oh, nice. You'll have to check it out. One, that's, that's, that's my next project that I'm wanting to work on. Mm. Sick gym. It'll be tight. We'll have big climbing ropes, punching bags, Woo! you name it. It's going to be sick. Um, but then after that, oh yeah. Other projects can't speak on those ones yet, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Yeah. Anyways, but it's like, I got to really manage my time. Well, you know, yeah. I have to be. I have to be at the house. I have to just be taking care of the family. Mm-hmm. And then I also have to like juggle in mm-hmm. all the other yeah. things that I want to do as well. And it, it requires mm-hmm. sacrifice, but also just extreme, extreme discipline. Yeah. And, yeah. It's and time management, man. That's awesome. And I think, you know, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a different mindset. And I have no idea what that's like. I know it's, it, it must be thrilling and, also a lot at the same time yeah it's 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 definitely thrilling there's been some moments of where just you know the prospect is daunting it's like wow well, you know we're gonna have to be taking care of someone else and mm-hmm. never done that before so yeah. we're gonna see how that goes but you know just trust god and it, i think it's gonna be good you oh, know yeah and you get to you get to raise and grow another mm-hmm. human being like, yeah and it's going to be a huge learning experience and probably mistakes will be made hopefully not significant ones yeah but at the same time it's going to be a whole new awesome adventure mm-hmm. and we're just going to have another person along for the ride that's so awesome man yeah that's awesome yeah and you're gonna have a great year yeah thank Woo! you yeah that's 2020 awesome. 2020 <sighs> balance roaring 20s yeah Ooh, balance yeah Wow, that's awesome. So, 
that's amazing. Congratulations. But Thank you. also what, what else have you been, been up to kind of in January thus far? Hmm. Well, it's been a lot of working on the garage. Honestly, we got back from vacation, visiting my folks in Texas. Mm. We visited, uh, my wife's parents down in Southern California. They live in long beach, California. And, um, uh, we went to the desert, um, man, my brother-in-law, we, we surfed on the last day of 2019, watched the sunset dolphins oh, right next to man. us. It was, Stop it. yeah, it was awesome. Um, and then we ended up like wrapping her uncle's car in saran wrap while he was at a new year's party <laughs> with his son, with us. And he was hanging out with us cause he didn't want to go to the party. And then, um, yeah, so like I saw Joe the next day. I was like, ah, what would your dad say? He's like, oh, he just told me to walk home, you know? <laughs> he saw the cars like, you're walking home. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, we came back after vacation, and I think there was a little bit of snow up here. So the snow just kind of puts, mm -hmm. a, puts pretty much anything that you wanted to do outside. It just changes everything, you know? Yeah. You're either stuck inside or you got to just – change what you're going to do outside but it's been pretty dry up here recently as we just talked about earlier yeah. so i've been just putting in the time on the garage on the weekends you know yeah. like i said it took a lot of time to just get everything square just last weekend started sinking posts mm -hmm. i got three out of six posts sunk last weekend nice. and today i just sunk my last three posts poured nice. all the concrete everything's plumb and level and standing up vertically straight there you so go. <laughs> that's good yeah that's awesome so and my um in-laws are coming next weekend my father-in-law becky's dad nice he's a general contractor so he knows all this stuff he built his own garage okay. at their house so he's gonna come and we're just gonna try and knock, knock it, out it out of the park and maybe not complete it but hopefully do a lot of oh. work on it so mm -hmm. um yeah that's that's been yeah. that's been the that's the awesome. main focus outside of work and outside of relationships and just hanging out. You know, I've just been planning it and yeah. Yeah. I've also been um I've been dealing with like just some injuries that I've mm. that I've had. Yeah. I hurt my shoulder a couple of years ago now and mm. working out too hard. You know, I yeah. was doing some um some overhead extensions for triceps oh boy, i yeah. had too much weight and i just like kind of cracked my shoulder oh man. my shoulder has not been the same since that was november of 2018 and i saw a doctor i saw my doctor and he said that he's like oh that's just kind of the first signs of getting old and i was like, I was like, <laughs> uh, like okay guy <laughs> i'm 25 right now yeah. not You're not like, not 35 not 40 You're like doc i still got 85 exactly years exactly <laughs> the youngest man ever so when he told me that i've pretty much taken everything he said with a grain of salt now like this guy does not know what he's talking about yeah but i've also been having a lot of back pain um been battling that a lot of 2019 and mm. i think that was it may be due to a couple different things. My job, highly active, yeah. getting up and down so many times, oh, you know, yeah. physical labor, you know, you just, it's really made me, as I've been trying to handle it and, you know, cope with it, battle it and work through it, um, I've become, become extremely aware of like 
body position, the way that I do things, just mechanical movements, making sure form is there over the movement itself. So like, I love working out in the gym, but um, I've just been recently starting to get back in, but I'm going with, I like to call it baby weight, like super, super light, but I'm doing movements perfectly. I'm focusing on like, every single Form. tightening of right. like i'm like i don't even I'm listen to music i don't even listen to music when really? i exercise i'm like so in tune to like what i'm doing now i'm like it's just all focused on that's a great, the movement because now it's like i have to be just i have to be careful so mm-hmm. i'm gonna be i just like all right i'm doing a curl you know i'm doing it like this and i'm make, making sure i'm flexing my bicep and i'm not like pulling you know not pulling my shoulders back and i'm not kind of arching all this weight so yeah for me um i mean i just said this a couple times but form and the way that you execute it is to me so much more important than how much weight i'm pushing because i know that i can just start tacking on like two and a half pounds every two weeks yeah and if my form's there then not only will I see results, I don't even care about seeing results anymore like I used to. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to move my body and feel good. Yeah, and be physically active mm-hmm. and feel great about it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I have been throwing into my workouts is, um, as I am starting to feel better, is um, doing doing some burpees and whatnot. And I'm also just doing some, like, some high MMA kits, kicks Ooh, like, yeah. and just throwing that in, <laughs> just like getting my heart rate up. And just use my body in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Garrett Marshall because um, Rant, he, he and I have been in the gym at the same time um, over the past week, and I told him just don't do the same thing all the time. Like, yeah, throw your body into a little bit of chaos. Like, stick to a it's schedule, good. stick to a routine. Do that for two to three weeks, and then completely mm-hmm. change it. Yeah, every once in a while, your body needs that yeah. shift because otherwise, you're gonna get too comfortable. It's this same thing as um, if you diet. Just, it's yeah, it's very similar to diet too. Mm-hmm. If you're just doing the same thing over and over and over, it's gonna you're gonna get adapt to some things, and some things are gonna start to die off a little bit more that you probably need. Yeah, and yeah. I that's a little bit of what I noticed when I mean I've been lifting like religiously every yeah. other day. Um, and we went to this crazy trampoline park in mm. Clovis and they have a, like a Ninja warrior course. There. Yeah. Oh, and I started sick. doing it. Yeah. And I realized like all these other parts of my body were not adapted to doing yeah. this. At all. And so yeah. I might have really strong this or mm-hmm. that, or like my like chest and my, um, bench might be great, but like my forearms are like yeah. out of whack and I can't. And if you, uh. if you're just lifting weights and you're just doing that and you're just, um, pulling yep and you're not pushing you're not doing mm-hmm. any push-ups or anything that your body's gonna get out of balance yep and then everything gets th- way thrown out of whack yeah and then you gotta throw in your leg day in there too which exactly nobody yeah. likes to do but we all have to do it right <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't yeah become super imbalanced. yeah well that's why i'm really getting i mean I'm, I'm still i just finished phase one of my garage so yeah. i still have like 10 more phases of the garage to go but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already like starting to percolate in my mind yeah. the idea of the gym. You know, first it's the garage and then it's the gym. Right. And the gym is going to have – it's going to be a very diverse gym. It's not going to just have like 
your push and pull weights and all your free your standard right. free weight stuff. I want to have some just obscure um, equipment in there mm-hmm. to just hit your body from different ways and like even I want to have just like a fifty foot rope, you know, yeah. just going just straight up, climbing, yeah, areas. just climb up and climb back down, you know, mm-hmm. and to have maybe like some weird balls that you have to balance on, some yeah. some boxes that you jump up on, and just and probably maybe like a small scale little climbing wall just to use your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah. Cause using your body is awesome. And yeah. And that's one thing, uh, you, I started to do when like, you just have to do so many different things. And I, uh, want to do a little bit more mountain biking, mm. uh, because oh, when yeah. I was in DC, I would bike around DC or bike around the area yeah. so much. And my body was so in tune with that. Oh yeah. And now I haven't biked in a while and I'm really, I'm like, wow, <laughs> like I am not in shape for yeah. biking, but I'm in shape for lifting like all this. Yeah. Time. And then the same thing with surfing is like completely different activity. Oh with yeah. Moving your body. Lots and, of balance there too. And you then, know, and paddling, you just paddle and paddle. paddle. Oh dude, that's like the hardest thing too. Cause <laughs> after, especially like with your first time, you're, you're just paddling. You oh, get yeah. so tired so quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just getting over some of those bigger mm-hmm. waves. Oh it's yeah. Just really hard. But I, I think that's also something with, um, a, a job like mine, I kind of just sit in mm. an office for most of the day. Yeah. I do get up and I walk around. I have to go to different departments. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm pretty much sitting in a chair in front of a couple monitors. Yep. Um, and which is not, for the past couple thousand years, how the human body no, is meant no, to, no. and so now my body's getting like adjusted to this, and I'm slouching. And yeah, no, your body's meant to move. Seriously, so. well, and I I got this book for Christmas because of my back pain, and it's like all about posture. Like, mm. there are certain exercises that you can do, but posture is muy importante to yeah. keeping <laughs> your back healthy. You know, mm. and it's like. Yeah, so much of people are like, are like this, yeah. you know, and right. we should be like, like yeah. we should be like this. <laughs> Even now, I'm like, ah! <laughs> but, like, wait a minute, yeah, uh, and yeah, and it just it requires a uh, high level of focus, discipline to just make mm-hmm. sure you're like, I am keeping this good posture because yeah, most of our our lounge um, chairs and everything, right. it's like. It's super relaxed. It just wants to put you in this like little hunched, oh. like couch potato position. Right, lazy boys. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like I can't even sit down. It's like my, the book says like if you want to sit down on one of those things, you can do so for like thirty minutes. I'm like, well, that means <laughs> I can't sit for more than thirty minutes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I'm just like on my feet, you know, All doing stuff until I go to bed. Yeah. Which I guess just makes me have to be productive. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, Some way to do it. Yeah. But excited about the gym projects and yeah, being active, getting back, getting back into working out right now. I mean, my goal, if I get three in for the week, I feel good about that. Yeah. And um, I don't want to push it too much. So Mm -hmm. if I can start bumping it up to four, then I, I'd be, I'd be totally stoked on that because it's very easy for me to spend like an hour in the gym. No problem. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. if I could have four days a week where I exercise for one hour on top of just, you know, walking around all the time for my job, mm-hmm. that would be, that'd be really good. But I also want to make sure that I'm not going to 
hurt myself and yeah and i think stretching is i've always kind of put off i like stretching i'm like yeah stretching are you serious but like it's stretching is like massively important for your health like just like even if you don't work out at all like your skin is and like your your bones are condensing and collapsing and your skin is um i heard this on joe rogan and david goggins actually okay um when he was originally losing so much like Hmm. weight his skin was so compressed and tightening on his body because he wasn't stretching at all and he was doing these massively insane like exercises oh my goodness Um, and as a result like you need to stretch you need to stretch like for your legs and your arms and your body needs to be able to move differently so that when you do go do other activities you feel fine yeah you don't when you're 80 you're fine yeah or tear open your skin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Oh, I mean, every morning when I wake up, I wake up at six, mm-hmm. pretty much every morning. Um, weekends, I don't set an alarm, but like this morning, I woke up at 6.15. I was just like, all right, time to get up, time to start going. Mm. But I just, before I even make coffee, I like to stretch. I like to wake my body up that way. And yeah. I just do some simple stuff for about t- five to 10 minutes. But it just, good. it's a great way to start your day. It's it a gets, little thing, but it's yeah, really impactful. Yeah, and it gets the blood moving. It makes you feel good. And then I have a cup of coffee and I'm like, boom, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do whatever yeah. I need to do. Yeah, you know? it's a way to do it. Yeah. Bean. Um, yeah, I don't really know if I have anything, if I have much more. But No, me either. Cool beans. Well, thank you everybody so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I thought it was a really good episode. I think so. It was awesome. Um, Thanks so much and have a good one. Peace. Adios.